Hello, my name is Albert and welcome to another quick episode of Movies, Movies and Movies. I've got non-spoiler film reviews, an Amazon Prime instant movie recommendation, and I'll talk about the easiest way to give thanks to a movie you love. On my I Saw That Movie film review blog, which you can find on whowhatwhereswhy.com, I've got several movie reviews to share here. First up is The Hunger Games, Mockingjay Part 2, directed by Francis Lawrence, written by Peter Craig and Danny Strong, starring Jennifer Lawrence, Josh Hutcherson, Liam Hemsworth, Donald Sutherland, and Julian Moore. There are two reasons to see this movie. You want to finish the story, and you want to see Jennifer Lawrence one last time in the role of Katniss Everdeen. Now with that said, for a movie that loves to bring up compelling ideas into the story, it seems content to be half-baked about everything. It doesn't help that short of a few exciting scenes, the movie moves at a laborious pace that I couldn't help but feel that it's just too underwhelming and anticlimactic of a finale to this popular series. The Hunger Games, Mockingjay Part 2. I thought it was meh. Up next is The Night Before, directed by Jonathan Levine, written by Jonathan Levine, Kyle Hunter, Ariel Shafir, and Evan Goldberg. Starring Joseph Gordon-Levitt, Seth Rogen, Anthony Mackie, Michael Shannon, Gillian Bell, Mindy Kaling, and Lizzie Kaplan. Comedic sensibilities like The Hangover, but with the feel-good sentimentality of Christmas, this movie tries to be outrageously hilarious, but still have a heart of gold. So expect jokes and comedic scenes involving drinking, drugs, sex, rudeness, and just people making fools of themselves, as well as scenes of friendship, family, acceptance, and love. You know, typical unremarkable stuff. Oh, and the jokes are pretty much hit or miss. I did enjoy seeing the cameo appearances though, and the whole thing was entertaining enough I suppose. The night before, it's okay. I also saw Spotlight, directed by Tom McCarthy, written by Tom McCarthy and Josh Singer, starring Michael Keaton, Mark Ruffalo, Rachel McAdams, Brian D'Arcy James, John Slattery, Liv Schreiber, and Stanley Tucci. Putting aside the news story about the sexual abuse scandal in the Catholic Archdiocese of Boston, this movie is really more a procedural film about really good investigative journalism. It does a fantastic job laying out scene after scene of what the process of writing a news story can be, from the groundwork of research and interviews, all that red tape, to compiling all the data, and the journalists themselves who does all of that. There is that incendiary topic, but the movie is very pragmatically made without many dramatic flourishes. Great cast of actors here. Spotlight. I enjoyed it. And finally, there's A Journey Through Time with Anthony. Directed by Janet Chun, written by Anthony Ma, who did the novel that it's based off, starring Chang Liu, Bai He Bai, and Yi Xing Tang. This doesn't break any kind of great new ground as a coming-of-age movie. There are some nice visual special effects to go along with the beautiful locations, but the story overall is very obvious, sentimental, idealized, and romanticized. Exciting things happen to our main protagonist, but he himself doesn't really have an exciting personality. Thankfully, the supporting cast is good. Now, despite its simplicity and flaws, I can't deny that I ended up having some affection for the movie anyway. I found the theme and tone of the movie to be rather charming and whimsical. A Journey Through Time with Anthony. It's okay. If you had a choice to see only one of these four movies, go see Spotlight. If the compelling story is not enough, its focus on journalism needs to be appreciated. 
You can read more of my film reviews on the I Saw That Movie blog at whowhatwhereswhy.com. For my movie streaming recommendation, I'm recommending Ex Machina on Amazon Prime Instant. There's a lot of movies about robots and artificial intelligence, and it seems like every angle has already been taken. This one, however, somehow feels a little bit more fresh despite the fact that it borrows from many other movies. It works really well because this has so many different subtle commentary seemingly running through every single aspect of the story. Themes about humans and machines, men and women, self-preservation and extinction, and so many more topics of discussions that will creep out of this movie. The direction by Alice Garland is very effective here, and the minimal cast works perfectly well with the premise of the story. Donald Gleason is really good as Caleb, who is a surrogate character whom we get to discover the mystery surrounding the story with. Oscar Isaac is fantastic as Nathan, this alcoholic and aggressive genius who spouts out some very clever thoughts towards Caleb. Alicia Vikander is the fascinating artificial intelligence robot named Ava, who really brings her character to life phenomenally well. It might be hard not to fall in love with her. Although there are some logical plot points that I could nitpick about, it's really as great a story as any classic science fiction story should be. From the smart dialogue, some really memorable scenes, to the plot revelations, Ex Machina is easily a movie I won't be forgetting anytime soon. This is after all a movie that wants to make you think about it and then makes you want to think about it some more. Ex Machina. Watch it on Amazon Prime Instant. As I'm recording this, it is the week of Thanksgiving here in the United States. I'm sure there are certain movies that you've seen that you absolutely loved, right? Well then, there should be a way for you to give thanks to the movies you love. And there are two ways to do this. The first way is the obvious one. Tell others how much you love a movie and how you want more people to experience seeing it. The filmmakers behind a movie always appreciate it when more people see the product they worked hard on. Heck, if you come across the filmmakers, tell them how much you love their work. The second way is also obvious, but it's not always done. Buy an official copy of the movie you love, whether it's via physical or digital means. This shows the filmmakers and the big companies behind them that not only did you love the product they made, you are more than willing to support them with your hard-earned money to allow them to make more movies that you will hopefully also love to watch. I know it's easy to just wait for a movie to show up on streaming services like Netflix or Amazon, and yes, there are some behind-the-scenes movie industry shenanigans about who actually gets the money. But the simple truth is that if you really want to give the filmmakers behind your favorite movies a big giant thank you for the hard work they did, then you should buy an official copy of their movie. A movie you love can give you years and years of entertainment, so it should be worth your money. Thanks for listening. My name is Albert Patrick, and you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Albert5x5. You can also find me on my other podcasts, The Stuff and Junk Show, and also Spoilers, Please. I'm also a recurring guest over at the Grand Geek Gallery Network of Podcasts. You can send comments to whowhatwhereswhy.gmail.com, via our Facebook page, or through the website. Our shows are on iTunes. Rate, subscribe, and share. Check out our merchandise store and Patreon page. Music has been provided by the Y-Axis. Find them at the theyaxis.bandcamp.com. Before I go, I do want to say thank you to all the listeners. I really do appreciate it. On the flip side, if you really like what you hear and want to give us some thanks, please feel free to support us via our Patreon page or buy a product from our merchandise store. Until next time, 
This has been another episode of Movies, Movies, and Movies, which is part of the Who, What, Where's, Why.com network.